Welcome to the Bigfoot Society Podcast. Join me, your host, Jeremiah Byron, as I uncover the stories behind the people who make the wonderfully weird and unexplained their life's work. We love chatting about cryptids and creatures that defy logic, but that won't stop us from having people show up that you might not expect. Check out our website, www.bigfootsocietypodcast.com. It's our base for all things social media, blogs, episodes, and everything else Bigfoot Society. Follow Bigfoot Society on Instagram to keep up to date with the community daily. If you'd like to support us and help us keep the lights on for the cost of less than a cup of coffee per month, then head on over to patreon.com forward slash Bigfoot Society, where for $5 a month, you'll get early access to the podcast before anyone else and exclusive access to our weekly Patreon-only Bigfoot Society After Dark podcast. It's where the week's guest stays on after everyone else leaves and shares their favorite creepier or cryptid story with me and you, the listener, as we're sitting around the campfire at our creepy cryptid summer camp. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash Bigfoot Society to also see all the shout out, Zoom hangout, merch discounts, and more that you'll have access to as an official Bigfoot Society card carrying member for only $5 a month. A little bit of This American Life and a little bit of In Search Of is what you're about to experience. So sit back, put your headphones on, put your phone in your pocket, and relax with your favorite beverage as I uncover the stories behind your favorite entertainers, researchers, and people you've never heard of in this episode of the Bigfoot Society Podcast. In this episode of Bigfoot Society, we talked to Andy Madsky from Small Town Monsters about his many stories about the different films and also what it means to be a aspiring filmmaker. Uh, really interesting insight here. Uh, also, Andy shares on Bigfoot Society After Dark his only paranormal experience in the Lake Erie region, among some other things as well. So, special for the Patreon there. But let's get into the interview with Andy Matsky. Thanks again for coming over to Bigfoot Society. All right, thanks for coming back again to the Bigfoot Society podcast. I have the pleasure of interviewing Andy Matsky uh, tonight. And, of course, Andy, you know, as being involved with Small Town Monsters. Uh, he, uh, he's the son of Mark Matsky, but uh, he is very much his own man as well. Um, so uh, thank you for coming on the show. And, uh, Andy, if you could uh, say a few words about yourself. Well, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Well. Um, I am a former podcast host. I used to host Monsterland Ohio Radio and true. for a brief time, Sasquatch, a show about Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Um, I've spoken at a few conferences during my day. And I, what p- people would probably know me from is that kid from Small Town Monsters, mm-hmm. where I have ranged yep. from being a key grip to cinematographer in more recent films and projects. That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. Yeah good uh that's a good summary i like it um i was doing so doing a little research and i was going through some of the archives of uh monsterland ohio radio oh wow (laughs) and i was like i randomly uh was listening to the ohio bigfoot conference and it's only five years ago right like yeah it's and a lot has happened in five years it's It's nuts that's crazy my dad and i were talking about that today that the not to jump ahead too much but the the ohio bigfoot conference where minerva monster was premiered mm-hmm. has so much overlapping yeah. but also so much that's like completely changed it's it's crazy it's yeah, yeah it's completely nuts like the things you were talking about that episode like uh you had interactions with uh shannon yeah and bob gimlin and um I've heard that I've, that was one of the conferences where it was like you had that weird overlap with like uh, the finding Bigfoot guys, but also like Bob Gimlin was there. Like yeah. it sounded like it was that a was, really cool year. That was like the yeah. conference and sort of like a little bit of small town monsters trivia is that's probably the most people that have been involved with small town monsters in one place before they wow. were ever involved. Cause you have, Oh, that's Shannon, cool. You have yeah. Shannon Legros. You have Lyle Blackburn, Sean mm. Forker, Matt Harris, who does some of the artwork. Okay. Me, my dad, Seth, David Floyd. You have all these people that are like to be involved with Small Town Monsters right there at, at the beginning of it all. Where? Wow. Yeah, so cool. So weird, but so really cool. interesting. Yeah. 
what were your memories of uh of meeting bob gimlin like that's on the list of people oh, i would like to meet someday be you know bob is is so energetic and so mm. like passionate about like the fans and he like makes sure he gets to everyone to sound a little bit spoiled i can't remember the first time i met him because he's oh, wow. Back, yeah, back in the day, awesome. we went to Ohio Bigfoot Conference for like three or four years straight because we lived right near there. Mm-hmm. And he was there once or twice. So I, I can't remember exactly, but I, I remember hearing him when he tells the story of the, the filming. It's, it's oh, crazy. It's like, it's, I mean, I know eyewitnesses are, you know, can't necessarily be like trusted and that like someone can, you know, make up a good story. But right. that's a good chunk of why I sort of lean more towards believing that's something that actually happened is hearing him tell that story because yeah. he gets, he yeah. still gets emotional. And I mean, like, it's sort of like, he talks about how he could have shot it and didn't and like wow. all this stuff that's like crazy, but like you, you got to hear it from him. I can't, I'm not even going to try to yeah. do it justice. Yeah that's awesome um no i'm totally on the same side of the pg film is you know yeah. i believe it's real 100 percent um not everyone does that's fine yeah opinions was, are great but there was a discussion know. about the reality of the pg film during the filming of on the trail of bigfoot 2 that pretty Ooh, much divided man. the car evenly really it was, it was seth and adam dugan were on the <gasps> i mean i don't want to give away their opinions but they're like there's no way it's real Oh and no, it's dad, fine. And then my dad and I were like, it's real and this is why. And I think our main argument was that, you know, you can say, oh, it's a man in a suit now. Like looking at it now, if it was made now, you could be like, oh, it's a guy in a suit or whatever. Right. But the fact that, and this is sort of like where the filmmaking nerd of me slips in, but like the fact that the technology didn't exist at the time to make that suit look that good in Hollywood makes me go, there's no way just a bunch of people from California, Northern California, just like threw something together and it's withstood what 50 years of scrutiny. Andy, unless time travel was involved, unless I just time, thought of it. Unless, could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine, dude? Like this whole time, I think, but it's not. I think we're not. missing out on the but, better story. If yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know that already because that's that's a way yeah, better story. Unless, totally. yeah. Unless it's from an alternate timeline where practical effects, you know, oh, got better could as opposed to going the VFX. Yeah. And oh, then, goodness. yeah. And then we could go off the deep end even more. But let's Oh, I love it. Right. right um, yeah. That's so Seth's uh, viewpoint actually came out when I interviewed. Oh, him. did it? <clears throat> yeah. And like that, that was an interesting side conversation we had during the viewer, viewer questions. But uh, yeah, that's, that's episode's yeah. not out yet. Yeah. The thing that, Patreon, but it's good. Yeah. The thing that, um, a lot of people I think maybe don't know or don't remember now, especially since like on the trail of Bigfoot sort of seemed very like positive and like that this might actually exist. Cause you know, sort of how we treat everything, but is that mm-hmm. Seth is like hardcore skeptic. Like before, oh, yeah. before he had whatever he had happened to him in area X, he was like, it's, it's funny to hear him now. He used to be like 50, 50, if that, that Bigfoot's real. And now he's, higher percentage of that might be out there but it's so funny to hear like knowing him for so long as that hardcore skeptic who like is genuinely interested in in the subject and he's not out to like Mm -hmm. make fun of people and prove people wrong but like it's so funny to hear how that's changed that's awesome so man you're your family you have a very interesting family history uh your dad in uh a monster study group did a really cool like laying everything out which is mm-hmm. you know awesome yeah. uh what's that so i kind of wonder this as a uh as a parent of a young child and he's like he's smart he's mm-hmm. like yeah i i put a picture up of bigfoot i'm like hey dude what's that and he's like bigfoot i'm like straight up so like what was that like growing up in an environment where it's like you're you're watching monster movies all the time. There's Bigfoot, there's cryptids. Like what, what was that like growing up in that environment? It was, it was great. Like I, I really enjoyed it because I mean, sort of thinking about it, it's, this is in no way ever been my dad or like my family forcing me to be interested in this. This is like my genuine interests, like where 
That's my awesome. interest took me and like, yeah, my dad introduced me to all this stuff, but it's, it's great. And not just the Bigfoot stuff, but like the monster movie stuff is definitely what's gotten me more into like filmmaking and, and cinema mm. and stuff like that. Like where the, the classic, like classic films, my interest started there. I mean, when you're raised on Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein, you're sort of like totally. brought into that world. And then, yeah. and, and explore you can explore so many different sides and like that's what's happened to me and it's being growing up in this in this sort of like raised on monster movies world has definitely i think if like to get really like out there but not like re and really deep it's gotten me like has all like started me with broadening my horizons and my interests mm. like to not just look at something as like oh that's old because if you think about it even to this day, like go like Bigfoot books. All the classics are way before my time. Totally. Way before and my, my time. time. Yeah. 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 And when you look at like all the great monster movies, sadly, there's not a lot of great monster movies being made these days. So all the like classic ones and, and like the iconic ones and the ones you would show young children are from way back. And so mm. that got me used to watching black and white movies. So now like, are, are so growing up when I, I would talk to other kids, it'd be like, wait, you've never seen a movie in black and white. And yeah, I still, totally. wait, you've never seen a movie in black and white. And now I get sort of gotten progressively more frustrated with people because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's sort of like, it's not that difficult to watch, you know, a movie from so long ago. And it's, and with like Bigfoot, like it's gotten me interested in sciences way mm -hmm. earlier than probably other people. And oh yeah, definitely. Sort yeah. of teaches you, or should teach you, like critical thinking and things like that. So it's. I don't think if I if I could change it and go back and be like quote unquote normal, I I definitely would not. I awesome. I love where I am now. That's great. Yep, you were. You were put in that group for a reason. Yeah, definitely. That's it's, great. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's definitely showed itself like the that there's been a guiding hand behind it all recently it's totally that. totally that's awesome what are your uh what's your top uh well i'll i'll try to make it easy so top three monster movies what would you say uh, i'll just do three um, top three um creature from the black lagoon okay like we go if we're going you know like universal monsters that movie's great um trying to think like if, if there's going to be a monster movie i watch what it is um I have to throw like the original Godzilla in there because oh, yeah, totally, totally. I feel like that's not knocking any other movie. I feel like this is, that's one of the few movies you can truly count as like cinema. If you want to be really, you're talking about the Matthew Broderick one, right? I'm totally just kidding. The, I'm talking about the Raymond Burr one, the yeah, Japanese one. You have to read subtitles and I don't want to do that. Um, I'm trying to think like other monster movies um, to name just, like honorable mention, another Godzilla movie. There's a Godzilla movie by the name of Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, All Monsters, All Out Attack, I think. I think mm -hmm. I butchered that. It's from like 2001. It's a more modern one. That movie is amazing. I'm okay. trying to think of like another monster. Um, Night of the Living Dead is mm -hmm. zombies, but that movie's also, that movie is like masterclass and that's interesting. What yeah. to do on a budget. <laughs> I think that's an interesting conversation you could have is if zombies should be included with monster yeah. movies. And I mean, why not? I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I think that movie functions as like an amazing film. And I'm trying to find mm. other times I've said I really like certain movies because I struggle at um, remembering what I've watched and what I Pacific Rim is also another honorable mention as like oh fun, yeah that's on the fun, list of stuff I need to watch yeah, yeah. as fun yeah, time yeah. monster movies go that's that's like awesome 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 yeah I'll probably remember uh, midway through something I forgot that's all right um what are your uh so you mentioned like old school uh Bigfoot books and my goodness I think it's an episode of like Sasquatch where your dad just goes like oh my gosh no it was uh the Squatch uh, Sasquatch uh, film episode oh, yeah. and he goes like crazy amazing like that stuff that he that should be in a book um, we but, have uh, basically oof. what functions as like a Fortean library at our house really it's, oh I bet I don't think I can confidently say there's a, a library system or like li singular library that comes close to the amount of wow. books we have and that's brought to you by the fact that 
my dad, my mom, and myself are all like hoard books, basically. So if we okay. find anything related, like I just picked up this book, which is Frauds, Myths, and Mysteries, Science and Pseudoscience and Archaeology. I just Ooh. found this book at Half Price Books because I know where to look for it. Solid, solid, yeah. That book's I I just started. It's really good. It's awesome. Very. I don't know. It's like it's very skeptical and sort of harsh if you're like really into the stuff, but it's it's solid. I think the guy takes down the one ancient aliens guy in the book, and I think it's great. Oh no. Von Von Dannen takes him down. Yeah, Is that possible? Like, it like it references it in the <laughs> in the introduction that it's like the idiotic notion of <laughs> oh, geez. extraterrestrial life influencing prehistory. It's like, okay, I see where this is going to go. Opinions are opinions. Um, yeah. Have you ever seen the, <laughs> um, I saw a clip of like, uh, oh no, who's the guy on Spike TV that watches ancient aliens and does commentary? Oh, I don't know. No, uh, I haven't. Seen Bron- Action Bronson. The, okay, never that, mind. No. It's not appropriate, guys. Don't look it up either. <laughs> don't don't listen to what I'm saying right now. Um, but it's kind of funny, but not really. Yeah. So, yeah. what are your top uh, Bigfoot books that you would you would recommend? If someone's Bigfoot like, books. hey, um, yeah, Sasquatch Apes Among Us. Oh, is totally. Up there. Yeah. Um, the the Lauren Coleman one, the Bigfoot, or it might be Sasquatch. That like the true story of apes in America. That's, that's yes, it. that one is amazing. That one I started. Before we went on to um, New York and the mm. whole on the trail Bigfoot two thing, I yeah, started yeah, yeah. reading that, and that's so good. It's um, good. Mysterious America. If anyone wants to get into like fourteen subjects, and I've said fourteen like twice, do I need to define fourteen for our listeners? Um, yeah, why not? It's it's never actually come like I I don't think it's ever been said in the podcast. So go ahead. Okay, and define so fourteen is named after Charles Fort, who's sort of like the godfather of all this stuff. Who Okay. was really into like you know all things what we would call like paranormal these days like mm. haunted houses but also like out of place animals and i'm i think i'm missing that he has like some connections to early like cr- like what we would define as cryptozoology and sure. so fortian is like all that weird stuff all the like just yep. all of it like i i use it in place of paranormal supernatural just because i want to (laughs) yeah no i think that's a that's a valid definition what you have there that's good it's also it's also broader it's like Mm -hmm. it can have natural explanations it's just sort of weird in my that's my definition i may be wrong so it sounds like um it sounds like you are into filmmaking yourself. Is that saying that like it's something you want to go into maybe in your professional life or what's the story there maybe filmmaking is definitely, I'd say, like the dream in quote, mm. like air quotes, right now. Amazing. What, what might actually happen? Who knows? But I mean, these days, my foot's kind of in the door with, like, small town monsters, and I already have like experience. So, taking like the approach of film school does not sound appealing at all to me. So you are doing film school right now, one hundred percent. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> like you are. I, so like filmmaking is definitely something I want to pursue and something that I don't want to say comes to me naturally. Cause that sounds like I'm bragging about myself, but is definitely where my, my brain goes. That's, but it's how, how it that's is. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say, man, like um, you, so in the point of your life, the point of your life where you're like, you know, just at the point where potentially, you know, could be going off on your own, like go for that a hundred percent dude like yeah. don't fall into the thing where it's like oh i have to you know grow up or like get yeah, a job nine to five and a desk like man just go for what your passion is dude that's awesome yeah i it used to sort of be like oh i'll, I'll give it a try maybe and then things with small town monsters sort of took off a little bit more and it made me go this could actually happen <laughs> so it's well, it's an interesting way that you know, sort of small town monsters has influenced my life. Totally. Was but, there a point yeah. during a certain shoot where you remember like it, it, it like clicked for you where it's like, oh, this is actually like I could see myself doing that or maybe a slower progression? Um, it's definitely a slower progression, I'd say, because like going all the way back to like 2016 and like shooting Boggy Creek Monster, mm. 
it's just sort of like, it's like, oh, this is really fun. And then it's like, it sort of slowly progresses to the point where like, with, and I, I keep saying it, but like shooting on the trail of Bigfoot too, which mm-hmm. I, I shot, like who knows how, what will end up being in the film. So I don't want to say this, like you're going back and listening to this, it might be different. Right. Shooting like 60% of the footage that we shot on that trip mm-hmm. where like I'm, I'm the one like filming the movie is oh, definitely okay. like a, a crazy progression to where, and then I re- like realizing this is what I like doing was probably somewhere around Bray Road, shooting Bray mm. Road Beast was like, okay, this is something I want to try to get out and do as much as I can. I love it. So like, cause there was some like amazing times on that trip that like, it's sort that of like cool. interconnected with being interested in cryptozoology and stuff like that, that it just all came full circle sort of. What it, so was this, was that your first time going into the New York, New England area then when you did um, on the trail Bigfoot too, or have you been out there before? It was the first time I had been to the high peaks of the Adirondacks. Awesome. I had been to Whitehall yeah. before. I'd never been, I'm pretty sure I'd never been to Massachusetts before is the mm-hmm. first Western mass I had been a part of. Okay. Um, but I'd been to Whitehall for like three hours once before. Mm. And so to be there a lot again was a lot of fun. That trip, if, if your listeners would like to hear like a full recap of that trip, I, I want to plug. Um, Sasquatch Alex, out of the shadows. Yeah, Sasquatch right, out of yeah. the shadows. Yep, exactly. That's, that's straight right after it happened. You want to hear me and a- Alexander Petikoff and Seth Breedlove talk about that right after it happened that's that's where to go that's where like i'll go in like a month or two when i can barely remember what happened because we did so much in like five days it's like yep crazy yeah if my listeners aren't uh listening to alex petikoff on youtube with his weekly uh interviews that make me just be like oh you've done it again like it's amazing the stuff you get like you really should it's not podcast form but it is on youtube and you should do it yeah check it out because that's it's great it's great i i'm so glad that alex is doing that because mm-hmm. it's it's something different dude. for him to be doing but it, it gets him out there and it's totally it's great. uh looking let's say uh looking back on all the different things you've been involved with the small town monsters what's the is there a number one that like sticks out in your mind where it's like oh man that was like so amazing like that's Oh, you know, so that's a tough, that's gotta be tough to there's so much. Yeah. I could, I could go for the rest of the episode. Just keep, keep remembering things. But, um, when we got to Falk, Arkansas, mm-hmm. my dad and I were, we weren't late, but we arrived in a little later in the production and, um, Lyle Blackburn was there and he okay. gave my dad and I a tour of the area. Like he oh, drove wow. us around and like Lyle Blackburn was our, t- Lyle Blackburn for those who don't know, or is like the Boggy Creek monster. He, yeah, totally. He's like expert, the guy. Yeah. So he yeah. was like driving us around and like showing us, this is where it's, this is where Boggy Creek starts. And then we'd like drive a little bit more and then he'd stop and get out of his car and come up to us and he'd go like back there on that farm as the bean field where the tracks went through and wow. we'd get in the car and he'd be like, we drove by it a little bit ago, that big field where the Ford house used to be. And it was just like, this is it. And then it was either that day or the next day we went to this, this park nearby and it was sort of like, it's a lake and it's, um, it, it was near sunset. And so at sunset okay. it went down. And for those who are familiar with Legend of Boggy Creek, the movie opens with those those frogs. It started <laughs> yeah. up yep. just like that. It's how wow, it started. Really? And it was and the sun was going down, and it was gorgeous. And it was like we walked into the movie. That's and it awesome, was like dude. it was amazing. And yeah. it's it's memory I look back on Boggy extremely fondly, I think because I did very little work on that film, but to my credit, I was thirteen. So I wasn't going to do a whole lot. But That's like, true. Yeah. Right. But that, and then like, there was another like sort of, we're talking like surreal moments where like, I was actually like thinking about what was happening. 
was mm-hmm. just recently, I think I talked about this on Sasquatch Shadow of the Shadows, but we were walking in the woods. I think it was our first night. We were with Steve Call's research group yep. in, uh, up on Buck Mountain in the middle of the Adirondacks. Oh, man. And I sort of, we were just walking down this road, and I think it was, it was all of us on the crew were on that road at the time, and so were some of the research team. And I just sort of realized <laughs> that I don't know if I want anything to happen right now. Like mm. Bigfoot, I mean, it'd be good for the, for the movie. Right. But I don't know if I want that to actually happen. And it was just, hmm. it was just a weird thought. But like other like really cool moments, um, talking with Linda Godfrey during. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. That was a lot of fun because she's sort of the first researcher into all the stuff that I remember. I remember watching the Monster Quest episode about the, um, <laughs> mm, the yep. about the Beast of Bray Road. Yeah, and totally. I think it was like Michigan Dogman was thrown in there. And I know I give, I like, if people like really follow me, they like notice that I make fun of Dogman a lot. And I don't do that meanly. I just do it because it's right. kind of funny. It's, it's funny. And I've known some people who are like really into Dogman and those people are weird. I generalize, I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> like I it was sitting there, we were sitting in the, the living room of the rental house and, and Linda Godfrey had brought a bunch of her books and she was sort of just li- like looking through them. And I was there and her and I talked just about like, why are some areas like weirder than others? Like, there seems yes, to be areas dude. like, and now yeah. that's sort of like caught on. It's like window areas and high streets oh, yeah. are just thrown yeah. around so much these days. But this was right before that sort of like blew up. And um, talking about like, why are areas so weird? And like to be sitting there with like the researcher, I remember being a little kid and watching that's how awesome. she had like, a bulletin board with like a map and like pins in it in the lines yeah and like thinking that was so cool oh man like a little like who knows how young kid and but then to be there like talking with her just so cool that is really cool that's a that's an awesome story thank you for sharing that oh you're welcome i i got more where they came from but just stop (laughs) me um i Oh, okay. So you were on, um, you were on the Momo shoot, right? <clears throat> I was, I was or, or there the night of the posse sequence. Yes, because this is what I, I want to ask of. you about. So you look at everyone involved with that posse shoot, and that must have been a wild scene to shoot because of everyone that, that was in there. That was, it was so weird. It was, yeah, it was, it was ridiculous because I mean, like Cliff and Bobo are there. Right. Which is crazy, but a little context to that, which is fun. Um, a month before we shot that, I spoke and my dad spoke at the International Cryptozoology Conference oh, yeah. in Portland, Maine. And yeah, yeah. Cliff was there ah. and saw me present, which is crazy that right. this guy I used to watch on TV a bunch and totally. heard me talk. But um, we were there. And so then fast forward a month and he was like, Oh, it's good to see you again. And like, wow. See you around. Yeah, that's cool. But like shooting that was crazy. I mean, for one thing, it went crazy late. Like it oh, went yeah, to like totally. five in the morning. It's ridiculous. Like no, <laughs> no, there's no sleep that night. No sleep that night. Um, but then it was really cool. Cause it was like Alex Petikoff was there who yep. I had known for a little yep. while. And like, um little like stm like trivia aaron gascon was there who i hadn't seen since who he worked on body creek monster and i hadn't seen him since then and so i saw him and like we we caught up a little uh you there's so many like easter eggs you could like point out there like the guy who built the flatwoods monster big oh yeah movie he was there oh really that's cool yeah Okay. Yeah. It's I'm hoping this type of stuff like is in the book that that's coming out. You like, wanna talk wait, can I can I blow your mind for a second? I got the Oh book. please do. Oh my goodness, you got the book. Yeah, yeah, dude, that book is this book's great. People that are getting that book are getting a real treat for real. Yeah, like this book it sounds awesome. Amazing. Like yep. to plug my dad for a second, like the book is so detailed. It's 
crazy. It's like reminding me of stuff. Mm. And it's like, for me, it's sort of like (laughs) a little redundant at times, but then I have to remind myself I was there. And like, of course I know what happened because I was there. Right. And then other people were like, oh, that's really cool. When I'm be like, yeah, of course we went and did that. Then, But like the book is, <laughs> the book's amazing. So detailed. Like it's, it's great to look back on everything. Cause I mean, it's said a lot, but we really don't look back a lot at small town monsters. We're always you know, mm. moving forward. Yeah. Oh yeah. So to like look back, it's amazing. And Adrian Breedlove who did like the layout did an amazing okay. job. Like when, sure. When we were, when the idea was floated of doing like an art of small town monsters history style book, I was like, that's great. But I had a lot of doubts because the idea of small town monsters books has been around the whole time. Okay. So for it to like actually happen, it's very skeptical, Hmm. but like, it's, it's great. Like, it's just so cool. And like the layout's great. There's so many pictures. There's so many like great little oh nice artwork it's it's amazing i'm not just saying this i truly love it and then there's um there's interviews in there with brandon dalo the guy who's oh, yeah. done the score for all the movies um jason Udis and adrian also has nice really cool. um follow-up question to go back to the the momo scene because yeah. um yeah, keep so, yeah yeah i want to i want to say or I want to imagine that that went late because someone was just messing around. Is that the case? Or like, was it another reason that it went really late into the morning? It went late because um, each, each like shot took a lot to set up because Uh, you're, you're coordinating a lot of people doing things at once. Gotcha. That's what took it so long. And also not necessarily to our credit, I don't think a lot of it was necessarily, I don't want to say planned because we had a script for all those, but like shot list wise, nothing was necessarily specified. So there's a lot of like finding the shot that night. There also was a lot of goofing around. I can't remember a lot of it because it got really late and my, it, <laughs> it all bleeds together, but it, there was also a lot of goofing around. Oh my goodness. So I'm in, uh, I'm in central Iowa. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that you guys were all going to be down there, I was like, I want to go down, but I yeah. don't want to be the guy that is dumb. So I'm not going to do it. And I'm just going to enjoy the movie, which sound the movie was one of my favorites. Like the movie's great. I was just looking, so good. I was just looking through my uh, emails and apparently I have the whole script for it. It is saved in my emails, which was oh, fun. Cool. I, I saved this email and apparently the last email I'd saved before that was the Momo script. But that is um, awesome. I love that movie that it's, it's so good. The documentary part of that movie, which is even like a little, I mean, nothing that people say is fictionalized, but even like with Lyle Blackburn's part, the, that documentary part is one of my favorite STM things. And I had nothing it's to good. do with it. All my favorite STM stuff, I have nothing to do with I don't know what the correlation is, but like Flatwoods Monster might just be my favorite STM film. I was just going to ask, what, where do you, uh, Flatwoods say you have a friend. There? Yeah. Invasions up there. That one I worked okay. on. Okay. So um, like if there's someone who they haven't, they have no idea what STM is, like that's what you tell them to start with, or do you have a certain flat one? Flatwoods. Like invasion, I'd recommend. Okay. Uh, on the trail of Bigfoot. Dude, so good. I'd, I'd, it's great. Yeah. I'd, yeah. What, there's just something about On the Trail of Bigfoot that like is crazy for me to watch because like my dad's in it and then it's like, Lauren Mm -hmm. Coleman it's like my dad and it goes into Lauren Coleman who like at this point I know and pretty well and like have talked to a ton it's like David Floyd who's another person that I've known for a while and then it's just it's crazy I filmed a little bit of that and I'm really proud of that I filmed when Eric when Seth goes out with Eric Altman that's like almost Andy Maskey cinematography I need to wow nice that that interview is mine like my my filming mine i own it so you are um were you in area x then no i was not okay sadly oh man okay so what different parts were um so what what locations were you filming with for uh on the trail bigfoot one then for on the trail of bigfoot one the only thing i really filmed was that eric altman when sets out in the beginning i think it's of episode four or five 
I filmed that and they're like talking head thing. Okay. And then gotcha. I was around for what op I think it opens the series, doesn't it? Is when Seth and my dad are out in the woods. Yes. I was there. I wasn't oh, really doing okay. anything. I was there for that and I was there for my dad's interview. I think that's all I was a part of for on the trail of Bigfoot one. On the trail of Bigfoot two, it's pretty much gonna be everything I was there for. Oh wow. There's like all but think one or two interviews that are going to be filmed later that okay. i'm not a part of but like the rest all there all time very it was cool. great i loved it like it that was that was crazy i can't wait for i can't wait for that just to see how it turns out it's not any doubting seth or anything i just can't wait to see what it's like it sounds <laughs> really cool from the people that i've um that I've talked to, which would mainly be Seth, but also from what I've heard of it, like it sounds like it's going to be It's something amazing. completely different. It's like, yeah. if you think of how it progressed from on the trail of Bigfoot to on the trail of UFOs, mm. it's like one step more that way. So that makes oh, sense. Oh, wow. And yeah, way more totally. were out there in the woods looking for Bigfoot, but okay. like not, don't think finding Bigfoot. I don't know. Right. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's really it's going to be something because it was a lot of fun to be a part of that there's a lot of ground awesome. covered on that trip too uh so here's here's a question so let's say maybe there's there's uh high schoolers listening to this uh what would be your advice for them if they are uh let's say they're wanting to get into the filmmaking um, but they are, they feel like maybe oh, I'm just in like junior high or high school like what are things that they could do to you know um so what i would give advice for is watch as much as you can hmm. like that's people say that and that's true like okay. film film is one of the few this is my opinion film is one of the few mediums of art that you can just watch and like pick up on there's very okay. i feel like there's not you don't need to know like a lot of context and all that you can just like watch and like take stuff from it and so watch as much as you can and then whether it's in like see i tend to like look at it more like my filmmaking is like not my filmmaking but like how i look at filmmaking is more like cinematography and like story mm. than like characters and stuff like that well i guess that plays into it but like so like and then take what you like and like try to apply it and like when you're going out and do so because like if you are just thinking oh i'm just in junior high or i'm just in high school don't worry about it. I mean, like, right. Yeah. Sure. Just, just, I mean like the, just yeah. go out and do it is true. Like make, yeah. make what you want to make and hone your craft. That's awesome. what you can do. Like, yeah. and, and study all you can. And like, if you are more interested in like directing and stuff like that, then like watch videos on YouTube about mm -hmm. like film study. Like I do that. Like it's, there's some great channels out there for you to like, find about basically everything you need to know awesome so just youtube and watching movies and it doesn't have to be like great classic cinema movies i mean that helps but just watch whatever you can and see what you can like pick up on that's, what that's I try cool to do. what is your uh what's your top um this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a tough one so get ready what's your uh what's your top uh cryptid themed conference oh no, no. I could be biased and say mm -hmm. um, International Cryptozoology Conference because I've spoken yeah. at it twice. Oh, but um, in back in the day, I used to love Ohio Bigfoot Conference. These days, I think it has to be Mothman Festival, though. I, I was hoping of you would the say ones that I've because been to, it's yeah. Mothman Festival because okay. Mothman's totally different from like Bigfoot when it comes to a lot and. Mm -hmm. There's just something about the fact it's like the whole town is like blows up for that. That like, yeah, I love that. Like it's more, yep. and I, I've said this for years, but it's more like a county fair than like a Bigfoot oh, conference. Man. I love but it's it. Also, yeah. There's also like speakers and like and mm -hmm. great speakers and vendors with like Bigfoot books or like crypto yeah. books and like, Oh, cool. It's, it's probably my favorite. I, I'd have to give it to that. I, I don't go it. to a ton anymore. I mean, like pre-COVID, I didn't go to a ton, but Mothman right. Festival is something I tried to go to 
every year. Yeah. It's on the list. Like eventually we're going to get, um, we will get bigger and sorry, I say we, as in myself, yeah. uh, we will get, I will get bigger to the point where I yeah. can start going to festivals. And that is definitely on the list because man, it's probably a thing where it's like all your buddies are there. It's like, yeah. but in real life, he's like, Oh my goodness. Well, yeah. It's like, let's hang out. Last year, I got to see like the moth boys who like, Oh, those, dude, Moth- those oh, are my homies. Gosh. They're they're great. So I know good. you had Matt on. It's they're like <laughs> they're the best. They're like they're there's just something about them that like I don't know. That's like that's one so of genuine. They're it's yeah. I don't listen to a ton of Bigfoot or like I well not Bigfoot but like crypto fourteen podcasts. But I listen yeah. to the Moth Boys as much as I can. It they're very unique. They're funny and um. There, I well, let's see. We're up to three times when I've almost uh, driven <laughs> off the road delivering food, listening to them. Like they say that as a joke, but it's actually legit. Like you must, uh, yeah, be careful if you listen to them and you're driving because they are that stinking funny. I gotta watch myself on hikes that I don't just laugh in the woods by myself and seem <laughs> like a total maniac. Because there's been some times where it's like I'm smiling, just walking down the trail, trying not to laugh, like. I'm I'm injured cold and people are really weirded out by what why is that kid so happy but it's like I love it. So funny, man. Um speaking of Mothman and so first remind me where I can't remember if you're involved with the Mothman legacy. Um I'm really not. I gave okay. I've seen it if that counts for anything. I saw I, have rough, too. I saw rough cuts. Yeah. I saw real 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 rough cuts of that film. I saw rough cuts of that film in June like that early oh wow where it that's the stage of rough cuts where it's like a black screen with like if you're lucky text explaining what should be happening (laughs) those are like the seth Seth narration cuts but i wasn't really involved with anything no i wasn't involved with that at all be that as it may it's legit and i love it i like it's one of my one of my favorite uh movies from from stm like it is that good it just might be my favorite now. I mean, I know I just yeah. said like Flatwoods Invasion, but like there's something about Mothman Legacy that's like, that's on another level. Like visually, it's my favorite. Like undoubtedly, visually, it's my favorite. That movie never stops it's being good. gorgeous. Like that opening shot of Point Pleasant, you, once you see the movie, you'll know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That opening of Point Pleasant is gorgeous and it, it just doesn't stop. Like, Shout out to Zach Palmasano and Seth Friedloh oh, and Aaron Gascon. Geez, yeah. You guys did great. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, man, what did you think of, uh, of, of Western Mass? Considering we were there for all of like five, five six hours. hours. Yep. <laughs> I really liked it. And honestly, like, I really want to get back because I both liked Western Mass as like a whole. I thought it was really mm-hmm. unique and, and, and really cool from what I could see in the limited right. time I was there. But also um, the research group Squatchachusetts is a great research group. So I okay. really want to go back and go out with them again. Like that's honestly, that's up there on what I'd want to do with all this stuff in once awesome. COVID lifts and all that, but Western mass, I really enjoyed um, went to Pittsfield and we went yep. to this um, sub place called yep. angelina's subs totally that place was yeah, yeah. awesome yep i love that place <laughs> so i i grew up in uh well north central it's western mass but it's more north central mm-hmm. it's right underneath new hampshire and vermont but like my dad grew up in that area where you were pittsfield and stuff yeah. so i know exactly what you're talking about it's cool out there there's some wild stuff though yeah. where you guys were in like i think you were in savoy area maybe yeah that's where we were oh my goodness dude I don't think that's spoilers. Spoilers for on the trail of Bigfoot too. We go to no Seth said it. So if okay, Seth yeah. says it, I never know what Seth says. I know on I know. interviews and like what yeah. I can talk about's coming up with STM because like I know the next movie and stuff, but I don't think he said it or has he said it. I don't know. Yeah, that's gotta be tough. I don't know. It's luckily I'm not speaking about small town monsters publicly often. So, and luckily no one listens to this podcast. <laughs> I'll just I'll just announce. <laughs> What I've been told the next few years of this. Yeah. So what's your uh, what's your top unannounced movie coming up for? Uh, oh, what's for I feel like I need to pull 
out a like what Seth has said is coming and then it's like never come. <laughs> There's been talks, this is sort of true. There's talks of like a more like ghost related small town monster stuff. Oh, I wasn't being serious, but if like you really want to that. Oh There's my also, goodness, you're going um, off the rails. I'm trying to think what else we've talked about. I don't know. I'm trying to think. There's an idea that uh, for the end of On the Trail of Bigfoot 2, it would just end. Well, this is my idea, and I still think okay. it's really funny. All right. That it would end with us like not finding anything. It's all being down on it, and then us being like, let's go back out there one more time. And then we'd all like victoriously go- walk into the woods, and then it would fade to black and say, and they were never seen from again. That's that's one of my favorite small town monsters ideas, and then it would be like in memoriam of all of us. That was that's one of my favorite ideas. Very nice, yeah. That would be good good stuff. Oh, jeez, yeah, dude. Uh, man, next year is is packed. What yeah, was, like, apparently on the trail movies? of Bigfoot are not on the trail of UFOs too is apparently coming next year. Yeah, he I just found put out that about on that Instagram. on Instagram. Yeah, uh, yeah. I that's how I cool. I mean I I knew there were talks of it, but like. Apparently, it's confirmed to be happening now, so that's cool. Look yep. for that coming sometime 2021. Yeah, with these films, I never know when exactly they're come, like when they're going to be, or if I'm helping on them. Because I found out two weeks before we left that I was helping film Mark of the Bell Witch. Like I was asked two weeks before we left. So wow, um, no, dude. I'm I'm excited for for the Bell Witch. Like, it sounded like there's some weird stuff going on in there, or maybe it's, not too weird. Or it's I don't know. It's gonna be a different. I think I have no say in like the final story, but from right. what we experience, not experience leads to like we had something happen. From but what from we <laughs> experienced, um it's going to be a different telling i think than it's ever been out there awesome yeah That's and cool. but it's still very small town monsters awesome i think yeah. it's like people might be expecting something different but we'll get i mean it's going to be like its own thing and unique and like the the fact it has like these really in-depth recreations that we just shot last weekend mm, i think yeah 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 that's going to be totally different but like i think that the whole overall outlook on it's going to be so very based in folklore and things like that just I just had a thought so how are you able um you're so you're currently in high school right yeah i'm current i'm going into my senior year okay so is it a thing where like you can say okay hey teacher i need to go film a movie i'm out of here or like how does that, how does that um out? how it's worked is <laughs> um there's been a few there's been times where i've we've been like yeah i gotta go like take a day off nice yeah, yeah sure and yep. we've we've like said why and then there's other times with like less less warning of like me going and shooting like i think when i went and filmed momo we're like yeah you got a bad night's sleep <laughs> filmed a movie so yeah it depends and luckily like a lot of them are shot in summer like with on the trail of bigfoot okay. too sure. and yep. mark of the bell witch that was both when i was free and thanks to coronavirus had absolutely nothing to do so thanks coronavirus yeah you're the best i gotta go to new york (laughs) massachusetts and tennessee and kind of kentucky because of you that's awesome very cool very cool yeah man this has been a good chat dude um i usually like to say at the end uh what are ways that uh listeners can keep up to date with what you're doing Mm -hmm. or uh you know kind of yeah do the plug yourself thing, you know? So you can find me on Instagram at I am Matsky. Okay. If you want to see how I'm doing. Um, Small Town Monsters is at, at Small Town Monsters on Instagram. And I think on mm-hmm. Twitter, it's like SML Town Monsters. I'm on Twitter at Andy Matsky. Um, yep. Just, I think I'll come up if I don't. You can find me through other things. Um <laughs> I'm not really like on my own doing much related to all this stuff right now. Um, but small town monsters, check that out. That's anything I've done related to that. That's where to go. Smalltownmonsters.com, maybe. Not sure. 
Google Fair it. Enough. You'll find it. Google it. You'll you'll <laughs> find it out. It's out there. Whatever. It's not it's not that hard to just Google small time or Andy Matsky. Right. See if you find me or someone else with my name. Uh, there there are a few other Andy Matskys yeah. out there. I will I'll let you know that. But um, <laughs> not the Andy Matsky. Yeah, that and that's what now. I should change my uh, all my handles to mm-hmm. is the Andy Matsky. The Andy Matsky. I love it. All right. So at this point, uh, we are going to transition out of the main episode and into the uh, after portion, the Bigfoot Society After Dark. Uh, Andy has agreed to stay on for a few extra minutes, share some stories with uh, my Patreon subscribers, which you can become part of for $5 a month. It's awesome because this podcast does not pay for itself. So um, thanks again for coming on, Andy. It's been a great chat. Thanks for having me. This was, this was great. Anytime you want someone to ramble about small town monsters or anything, I got you. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, we'll see you next week, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Special thanks again to Andy Matsky from Small Town Monsters for coming on the podcast. Uh, again, if you want to check out uh, more about Small Town Monsters, you can go to smalltownmonsters.com. Hey, before we go, I want to spend a few minutes uh, shouting out the uh, members of the Bigfoot Society Patreon. Uh, really appreciate all the uh, the members in there. It seems to grow every week, so let's take a few minutes to shout them out. First, we have Surfetti's. Thank you for being a supporter. We have Josh Shewich from the Starfall Collective. Check them out on their Twitch stream and YouTube. We have Greg Morrill from the Indiana Road Trio. Check him out on uh, YouTube. Great music there. Uh, we also have Coco Van Boxtel from Strange Little Lands. Of course, amazing stuff on Etsy. Uh, follow her on Instagram to see all the cool stuff that she makes. Daniel Fuller at Bama underscore beard 1976 on IG. And uh, his eBay store is Caveman Resale. Check it out and uh, get something cool from him. He's a good dude. Again, thanks to all the Patreon supporters and subscribers. Uh, we could not do the podcast uh, without you, literally. We'll see you back next week for another exciting episode of bigfoot society podcast uh who knows who we'll have on next uh things are getting interesting as i always say so have a good one listeners and stay squatching out there i don't think i can say i think that's bobos um stay cool and also stay what about stay cryptid oh that might be that might be it we'll see We'll see if I can do that one. (laughs) All right. Talk to you next week.